you for joining us for our weekly Calvary Church podcast. I want you to take a moment and visit calvary.online to get connected with us. We want to know what God is doing in your life through this ministry. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you could do so online. Now prepare your heart for a word from God. Our youth pastor, Pastor Dylan Jewell from Ambassador Student Ministry is going to be speaking principles which are sure to bless your walk with God. I am so stoked this morning. First service was was uh, just great. Um, just the presence of God was there, and and no doubt uh, He is here uh, again in second service with us. Um, I am like I, I. This is my fifth time I've preached this week, so I am like I'm just like burning right now. So I'm, I'm so excited to get to share this message with you uh, this morning. Now, we are continuing uh, in our series, Jesus Empowers. And uh, last week, you heard from Pastor Otis, and he spoke to us about our co-mission and, and uh, God uh, giving us a purpose. And so, this week, uh, I'm going to be talking to you uh, about hearing God, how He gives us an ear to hear. And so uh, let's get into this. Um, you know, a uh, commission, uh, governmentally speaking, is when uh, a person of higher authority gives a people or a person, uh, he, they, he empowers somebody else to have uh, delegated authority and so to exercise delegated authority. And so uh, what I want to let you know this morning what do you do after receiving authority? You wait to hear from your superior to give you an order to carry out. Okay? So, in Hebrews 13, 8, it says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Pastor Otis has, has used this uh, throughout the past few weeks. And uh, why I put that in my message is uh, because many people believe that God doesn't speak to us, that Jesus doesn't speak to us anymore. And what I want to tell you is Hebrews 13.8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, which means what? He still speaks to us when we're listening. Amen? So... Acts uh, chapter 1, 4 through 5, it says, And being assembled together with them, he, being Jesus, commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. You know, uh, Acts chapter 1 here, this is uh, right before Jesus ascended into heaven. And what, what's happening in this verse, I, I want you to notice, Jesus, right after the commission, 
he tells them, his disciples, to wait. But wait for the promise of the Father. He said, you have heard me. You have heard from me this. So, we are to wait after we get our commission, after we get our purpose, so that we can hear from God the next steps. The commission led to waiting and prayer. It led to an I, I need to hear from you God. I've heard, I've heard this uh, more than, uh, than any other thing I've ever heard uh, in the past few years of ministry that I can't hear from God. And it's not just students uh, or, or adults or even it, it's, it's Christians, non-Christians, everybody. Whether you're baptized in the Holy Spirit or not baptized in the Holy Spirit, everyone says the same thing. I can't hear from God or I feel like I can't hear from God. Now, there's a problem here. Because John chapter 10, 27 through 28 says, My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. So Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them. So that tells me that God, it's not that God isn't speaking, it's that we aren't listening or we aren't hearing him. My sheep know my voice. I, I love that part. I know them and they follow me. That tells me something. Hearing God is relational. So, this leads me to my first point. The first step to hearing God is that you must be introduced. Think about this. You can't talk to a person that you've never been introduced to, right? In the very same way, we have to be introduced to Jesus. Or we can never be able to have a conversation or speak to Him. Acts chapter 9 uh, I love, I love this. This is where Paul, the Apostle Paul, comes and has this radical encounter, introduction with Jesus. And so let me read this here. It says, starting in verse 1, Then Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked letters from him to the synagogue of Damascus, so that if... He found any who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. As he journeyed, he, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? I want to stop there for a moment. Paul, other known... Uh, otherwise known as Saul at this point in time, he had this radical encounter where, where Jesus stepped onto the scene and there's light shining all around him and, and all these crazy things are happening. And I want you to notice what he says in verse 5. Who are you, Lord? 
many times when we are introduced to Jesus for the first time and we hear his voice, we're unsure if it's really him speaking. Paul obviously knew that it was Jesus. Why would he have said, who are you, Lord? Let's move on. Then the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you to kick against the goads. So he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what do you want me to do? Then the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. And then, and the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no one. Then Saul arose from the ground, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no one. But they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus, and he was there three days without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Now we find Paul in this I need to hear from God moment. What do I do? So he hears the voice of God. He's unsure if it's really Jesus. And, and now he gets led to Damascus. And I love what he does. He, he knows what he's supposed to do. He's, he's a Jewish man. Uh, and he's accustomed to, to pray, praying and fasting. And so in verse 9, he goes into three days without sight. And it says he neither ate nor drank. He, he prayed and fasted. And he said, I need to hear from you, God. Why did he pray and fast? That leads me to my next point. You must get acquainted with his voice. Paul went into prayer and fasting so that he could get acquainted with the voice of God, so he could hear from God what to do next. We all need to get acquainted with his voice. Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So how do you get acquainted with the voice of God or with His Holy Spirit? You have to be in the Word. You have to read His Bible. Jesus is the Word in flesh. So how do you get to know Him? You read the Bible. Now, if you uh, even got a prophetic word from somebody, um, you need to you need to align that with God because sometimes people aren't right and, and uh, we're not always right. And people always don't always have the right heart when they're telling you something either. So a sure way to know if you're hearing God's voice for yourself or through somebody else is to always... That doesn't mean that we always like what He's saying though or what He says through somebody else. But he is always looking out for our best interest as a good father. See, how God communicates is that he communicates from his spirit to your spirit. And then your spirit communicates what you heard to your mind. So, so hearing from God is very, very similar to a thought. It, it is subtle and it requires a closeness with God and a regular practice to hear it more quickly and clearly. So uh, many of you, I think, in here have gotten uh, prophetic words from either myself or Pastor Otis or anyone else here on staff, or maybe it's somebody sitting next to you. Well, that, that comes more clearly 
because we practice it all the time. Some of you are like, man, I, I wish I could do that. Well, you can do that. But you need to be in the Word. You need to get familiar with uh, His voice. You need to be acquainted with the voice of God and His Holy Spirit and uh, the Word of God. Think about it this way. If your spouse or your best friend calls you on the phone, and mind you, uh, you don't have caller ID, uh, and you pick up the phone, and they start speaking to you and don't tell you who it is, you would most likely know their voice, right? You know what that person sounds like. You've spent time with them. You know uh, how they say things. It's the same thing with hearing God. So you have to get acquainted with His voice. The next thing I want to share with you is that to hear from God, you need to expect Him to speak. Sometimes we come into prayer and, and we're not expecting to hear anything from God. But we feel like maybe sometimes we're, we're more sin conscious than God conscience and and so we're focused on what we did before we came into prayer then we are hearing the voice of God so we have this barrier put up well you need to come in and expect him to speak God is not reluctant to speak to us if we need to hear from him God loves to speak that's why in Genesis in the creation account in Genesis chapter 1 it says God said God has been speaking for all eternity and He is going to continue to speak. Jeremiah 29, 12-13 says, then, I will call upon, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. God is listening to you. He's hanging on every word you say. He is listening to you. That's so good to know. And when you seek me, you'll find me when you search for me with all your heart. Mm. That is so good. The next thing I want to tell you this morning is that you need to quiet yourself. Sometimes we, we go into prayer and uh, we want to hear from God, but we're too busy talking to Him. If, I am sit if I'm talking to you and you start talking to me right now, you're not going to hear anything that I say. And that goes with your thoughts too. You need to quiet your mind. We have all these other things rushing through our minds. You know what I do? I have an Apple Watch, and it, it like beeps and buzzes or whatever. And so when I come into prayer, I take it off so I don't get messages. So I'm completely focused on Him. You need to quiet your mind and quiet yourself. Sometimes you need to be still and just listen to God, or you'll never hear what He's saying to you. James chapter 1, uh, 19 says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow 
to become angry. Now, the context of this scripture is, is human relations. And, uh, so, but it's the application here that matters. Uh, we need to be quick to listen and slow to speak when we're trying to hear from God. The next thing I want to tell you is you need to guard yourself. You know, your eyes and your ears are portals to your soul and your mind. I love uh, uh, Mike Bickle uh, from IHOP. He says, um, what you behold, uh, you become. And uh, so, whatever you're listening to, whatever you're watching, if it's not pleasing to God, how are you supposed to be pleasing to God? How are you supposed to uh, uh, be that person, that renewed person that God's making you into if you're filling yourself up with something that's not of Him? Proverbs 4.23 in the Passion Translation says, So above all, guard the affections of your heart, for they will affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellspring of life. I read you that scripture, My sheep hear my voice. If you're always tuned in to other voices and you're following other shepherds, how are you supposed to hear God's voice? You're following another shepherd. You have to be tuned in to his frequency. The next thing, this is really funny. You need to listen humbly. Now, I know uh, in, in my life, I have been uh, stubborn, especially as a teenager. And so, uh, I know that uh, there are probably some, some like-minded, stubborn people in here. Uh, here's what I want to tell you. Don't be stubborn. Um, here's what I mean by this. Sometimes we ask God something and God speaks right then and there to us. And then other times you're praying and you're praying and you're trying to get an answer and he's actually speak, uh, spoken to you multiple times. And you keep praying. And you're praying for a different answer. But God's already spoke to you and given you an answer. Multiple times. We need to humble ourselves and accept what God has for us. He is for you and not against you. He has plans to prosper you. That's what the Word says. So when He tells us something that we don't like, we need to humbly submit to what He's saying. Because this can open a door of doubt. And we have to step out in faith and choose to believe and trust God in what He says to us. John chapter 5, 24 through 30. This is Jesus speaking. He says, Most assuredly, I say to you, 
He who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment, but has passed from death into life. Most assuredly, I say to you, the hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son to have life in himself and has given him authority to execute judgment also because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. I can of myself do nothing as I hear I judge and my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will but the will of the Father who sent me. Jesus humbly submitted his ear and his life to Father God. He is our model. Jesus came to show us how to live this life before God. I love what it says uh, in verse 30. Jesus says, I can do of myself nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is righteous, because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. We need to have an ear to hear so that we can affirm and judge what is the right way. We need to not seek our own wills, but the will of the Father, and then we will be righteous. Then we will hear righteously. Matthew 4, 4 says, But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So many good scripture here. If we aren't hearing from God every day, we cannot live. Just as our uh, physical bodies need food, our spiritual bodies need food, which is the Word of God. Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. What does that mean? That tells me that it's not just the written Word of God. It's also the voice of the Holy Spirit, which is the right now Word of God. Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. That leads me to my final point. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit. Now, there are those uh, who have argued and debated over over uh, this right here. Uh, many people ask, uh, do you need the Holy Spirit to be saved? Now, uh, most people are asking, do you need the baptism in the Holy Spirit to be saved? But let's break that down. Do we need the Holy Spirit to be saved? Here's what I'll tell you. Yes and no. We need... Uh, we need the Holy Spirit inside of us living to be saved. 
We don't need the baptism and the Holy Spirit to be saved. At salvation, the deposit of the Holy Spirit is made inside of you. So if you are a Christian, the Holy Spirit is deposited in you right now. But there is a greater level of hearing from God that is available, which is when you get filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Here's what I want to ask you. Why would you not want a greater level of hearing from God? Why would you not want words of knowledge? Why would you not want dreams and visions? The God of all the universe, creator of everything, is wanting to speak to you and speak to you clearly and give you direction for your life and the lives around you. Why would you not want that? So if you're in here this morning and, and you uh, maybe don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you want to hear from God for the first time, He wants to speak to you and He is willing to speak to you. I want you to know that. If when you earnestly seek Him with all your heart, He will come to you and you will hear His voice. Maybe there are some of you in here that uh, you maybe have been saying, I can't hear from God. I'm, you're going through all these things in your head and you haven't been able to quiet yourself. Listen, He's available this morning. He's willing this morning to speak to you in any way you need. He wants to come in. He wants to, he wants to uh, speak love and mercy and good things over your life and into your life. For those of you who maybe are in here and you've been going through some things and, and all the mess in your, in your mind, you you haven't been able to hear Him clearly. I believe this morning, if you would just submit your thoughts and submit all the things that are, are going on in the physical realm to Him, he wants to, he wants to inspire you. He wants to breathe His life into you. That means He speaks and, and you listen. I want to thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Would you take time to connect with us and share what God is doing in your life? You can connect with us through our website, calvary.online, or by following us on Twitter and Facebook. Thanks again for listening to this message, and God bless you.